Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now.
101.5 UMFM. This is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Ozen kicking things off for us tonight. That was Icelandic artist Ajgir with the lead-off track to his new forthcoming record, Bury the Moon. That's Pictures. That'll be out on One Little Indian next week. Out today, Reliever, the new album from William Prince. And last week, uh, he's very busy in the lead-up to uh, the release of this record. It's out on Six Shooter here in Canada and Glass Note in the rest of the world. Uh, he did a CBS morning show performance last week. Uh, but I managed to get him to come into the station and do a couple acoustic versions of tracks from the new record and sit down for a brief interview. Uh, so right now, we're going to hear from William Prince. And coming up a little later, Odario of Grand Analog will join us by phone before he comes to town next Saturday to open for Bedouin Sound Clash. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM. Always have what we had. Guess we'll always have what 
will always have what we had. No fault we gave at all, and it won't serve as regret. Cause at least we'll always have what we had. And I had a dream about us It wasn't just you and me Running through the wreckage in a beautiful house Were the sounds of little feet Always knew we had potential That's just a painting in the rain Cause flesh and blood needs flesh and blood and Where there's blood, there's pain But I guess we'll always have what we have At least we'll always have what we have No fault we gave it all and it won't serve as regret Cause at least we'll always have what we have At least we'll always have what we have At least we'll always have Staying up so late I love getting a good night's sleep I want to hear some old hymns tonight I need to hear Christopher Wallace speak I could go for some food right now I could care less if we ever eat I sure love just sitting around Some days I'm never off my feet But gotta love what you do, babe For that jingle jangle Cause we only get a few days Nobody makes it out of here anyway Puts a shuffle in your shoes, babe That's the thing worth chasing Gotta love what you do, babe So not a day goes wasted Don't wanna let a day go wasted So go ahead, be a scientist Start a band with your best friends Be the muscle with a phony list Change some oil, burn your wrist Stay home, raise a family Go teach gym overseas I'll love you for whatever it is Just don't let a day go wasted Don't wanna let a day go wasted So, gotta love what you do, babe For that jingle jangle 
Cause we only get a few days Nobody makes it out of here anyway Puts a shuffle in your shoes, babe That's the thing worth chasing Gotta love what you do, babe So not a day goes wasted Don't wanna let a day go wasted And I like the TV way too loud I like it colder when we sleep I drive too close to the outside lane I drive you crazy when I breathe I think I'm ready for a new life Think I'm ready for a beautiful wife Think I'm done with fighting Cause it's just time we're wasting All right, well we are joined in studio by William Prince First of all, thanks very much for coming in Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, congratulations. Two two straight shows sold out at the West End and a third show added. Yeah, incredible. Man, Jason and uh, everybody at the West End took a took a chance for this Sunday idea, the afternoon matinee, you know, for the out-of-towners. For anybody that wants to drive in from, say, Brandon or Portage of Prairie or Carmen, Morden, Winkler, I was thinking about all those towns. All those you know, surrounding areas. Peguis, yeah. Peguis First Nation, two hours north, you know, so... That's come it. one, come all for the afternoon show. Get home by supper. Yes, exactly. That was my intention. Uh, so the album reliever. Uh, I was reading the liner notes, and you, you thank your son and, and call him your reliever. Yes. So was was that inspiration there from the get go before you even started putting pen to paper and, and writing this record? Was it kind of a tribute in some sense? Oh, unintentional in the way that you know. I just think of the things that bring me the greatest joy and relief um and he's definitely a top of the list you know uh, uh being a, a dad now is one of the most incredible things to experience and watch this person grow and you know so it makes its way easily into the narrative of everyday life and it's given me a lot of great perspective when you say it gives you a lot of great perspective like uh are, are you thinking kind of just your own you, childhood or like your role as a father or just just how my goal was always, you know, it's funny, we're in the university building where I, I tried to embark on a career in medicine. You know, I, I wanted to do what it took to establish myself in a way that I could always help my family. I could take care of my future kids and uh, myself. And I thought that maybe becoming a doctor would be one of those things that, you know, it automatically implies respect and intelligence, wealth of some sort. And um, from that, you 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 garner a certain respect from people too. And in in the process, you, I guess, earn a salary, earn something that helps you accomplish those things in your life, the everyday kind of struggle of where our bills lead us and, you know, worried about auto pack and cell phones. I've, I've lived through that. And to be at a place of comfort now, the, the idea of relief is um, now that I'm situated a place in life that feels like, comfort and thriving and success um I, I always want to give back to those i love and care about and um it's, it's a bit taken on myself you know this reliever concept of i'll be there to help those that i care about most and uh just anybody that kind of needs it and so my son's at the the front of that so the perspective comes down to just knowing what's important and when you find those things you find yourself working for the for that well, speaking of what's important, the, the lyrics to "Wasted." I mean, it's it's about not not yeah. missing opportunities and and you know 
Carpe diem. And and this this is I think something a perspective you get as a parent in terms of just the 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 effect of like little choices and and how things kind of add up. Oh, definitely. You know, it's an invitation to anybody, especially those in my bloodline to make the most of their lives because there was a time I had a great internal struggle between doing what I thought was right and doing what actually felt right. And coming back to the singing and um, getting to do what I love every day now, you know, that feels like uh, a life that I'm living to the fullest and able to create art and share with folks and and travel and and contribute uh, in that way is very special to me. And you know, not wanting to waste your life—that's uh, that's something I, I I send over to my son for one day when he asks, "What do I do with myself?" And it's like, do something that makes you happy. It's it's easier said than done. Do something that you're passionate about every day. And you know, they say, "Find what you love and let it kill you." In, the, in that sense, and that's uh, that's what I'm up to now. I guess working every day to the fullest. So, I mean, you followed up Earthly Days with this record. Obviously, some some changes in the interim. You know, you signed a glass note in the states, and yep. and six shooter here in Canada was there like a, a different pressure to writing reliever than there had been to earthly days oh you know I've, I've I feel like I've written reliever and beyond years ago already you okay. know in some sense and there's a more current collection within what's constantly been created you know the idea of more songs um so the concept of it really started to make sense when I was thinking about all the things I was going through, you know, the passing of my dad and separation from a, a partner and us having this child and new love and new opportunity and going from uh, a pretty difficult struggle personally into great success musically and then taking the time in that writing period to also help myself, you know, build myself back up personally with some of the joys that I'm surrounded by, you know, having that ability to allow yourself to accept them as good things. When you're so used to the valley, it's kind of hard to take a breath on the mountaintop for, for a second. And so I was, I'm always cautious and I'm always aware of the ebb and flow of things. And right now it feels like a really great time. And I don't want to waste time worrying about when it's when or if it goes away. Just, you know, be happy and live to the fullest with confidence in your craft now. So is Reliever taking a breath on a, on that mountain like is do, do you feel that that record reflects that or is that like you said you've got more songs subsequent to that that yeah. maybe these newer songs are the the breath on I, the I, mountain? I, I think the newer songs yes you know moving forward from that because it was a it was a difficult period you know 2016 to 18 you know when i was really crafting most of this and even into 19 constantly refreshing the idea of what i want the current state of of situation to sound like and it all ties in there together so when I say I've been writing it forever I just mean I've actively been keeping songs going for this time when we need more going into the studio and and recording reliever did you have an idea of kind of like the sound you wanted for this record yes I was embracing the more quiet aspect of things you know what I learned from the recording of earthly days and working with Scott Nolan and Jamie Sitar on that record and we, there's a gentleness to the recording that, you know, when we take it to Nashville and work with somebody like Dave Cobb, it it it, uh, it refreshes the ear there as well, and it kind of comes across well on tape too, you know, to be... Um, everything you hear on this record is... It can be replicated by real people, and I'm, I'm proud of that, that there's, a, there's a, a touch of rawness to it still within its perfection, you know, sonically trying to capture the best thing we can between 
you know, RCA in Nashville and the song shop here in Winnipeg. And I just wanted to create a record that was an honest representation of everything I've been living in the past while. And you wanted obviously to have a, a translation from record to the stage then that you, you give a thought to the fact mm. that like, I need to be able to recreate this when I'm taking it out. Yeah. Should, should there come a time when a, I have a fully employed band all the time? It's still a thing we're developing and working on. Yeah. So I just tried to make the most tasteful adjustments to what the songs were alone, you know, and that's where Scott Nolan really helps bring about, um, how do we capture this in the best way, you know, from iPhone recording to full fledged studio production. Um, when you have every tool there to make it as big and broad as possible, you know, there's, there's power in trusting the quietness and, uh, the power of that, you know, the other way. And how do we stay out of the way of the song? And I've always tried to write songs that stand on their own and will need minimum, you know, minimal accompaniment and that can, with a with a band of any sort kind of just be picked up in the moment so i'm thankful now to be working with a really great group you know julian bradford and kevin mclean christian dugas real tested tried and true winnipeg players that are coming all over the you know following all over the world now and we're making small uh, impacts everywhere we go and that's that's the best you can hope for and um yeah the simplicity of reliever there's still what was a part, big part of Earthly Day's success was, you know, getting out of the way, like I said, and being there for the song, serving the song. And that's what we continue to do with the new record. Is that something you're still conscious of with the, the newer material that you've written, but has you, have you had to record? Is the, like, service to the song? Yes, of course, all the time, the story. Now it's a balance between getting the story out clearly. And I, I mean, like, right down to hearing me say each word, you know, the same way that these songs come across and there's clarity to them but while writing with a band from the get-go so it's neat to have drums kind of inspiring me to to write a certain way or now that I've seen certain situations where I wish I had a bit more pick-me-up on something I'll I'll plan to write that song in my own way you know um so it's the the interesting evolution comes from being surrounded by talented musicians who play in a band setting with me you know rehearsal and for the other stuff and meanwhile we'll try some new things out too sure enough before i let you go i want to get you to pick a song off of the album that we can play the the studio version of for listeners uh and if oh, you have sure. a reason why you're picking that one in particular i'd love to hear that oh uh, the spark you know it, it starts everything off again that was the first single we put out and um it's it's still finding its light it's just you know just that a spark right now and it's growing and and just found its way onto the bbc and cbc and different things it, it held the number one spot on the countdown for a while and it's funny, you know, like things don't start without that spark to get a, the whole record going. So I think that's the, the perfect place. And then um, from there, you can kind of get to know the record come February 7th. Right. Now, was it conscientious to choose that, the spark, the notion of like kind of something sparking as the first single? You know, unconsciously, I guess, too. I, I thought of it as a nice way. It's It was basically... Scott and I also giving Dave the floor for the first presentation. You know, people are excited and um, curious to hear what I created down in Nashville at RCA with Dave Cobb and his contribution to this part of the record. So there's five songs that were done in Nashville, and there's uh, six songs out of 12 that we did in Winnipeg that come together to make Reliever. And so I was our, our gentlemanly Winnipeg way of saying, Dave, you know, take the take the lead on this. And so that, that had a big part in it as well. And 
I think being track one on the album too, you know, mm -hmm. you, you come to know that. And then uh, when release day happens, uh, we'll experience it in order. That's, that's the order has always been important to me too. It's, it makes sense to listen to this record the way it is. Not even so much chronological anymore, but it just by feeling and geography, all those things that make sense to me and my thousand listens versus your first, I, I think I've selected the right way to represent this point in time. Certainly. Well, we'll give the spark a listen. February 7th out on Six Shooter here in Canada and uh, Glassnode in the rest of the world. Uh, 14th, 15th, and 16th at the West End. Obviously, the first two are sold out, but there's Sunday tickets available. William, thanks for coming in and sitting down. Hey, thank you so much for having me. So am I dreaming? Or is this just how we're living now? Refuse to wake us I have never been this close. You always think I'm leaving before I've had the chance to stay. Darling, it'll be okay. If you look me in the eyes I sing now Don't be afraid of the fire, babe I'd never let you burn and All these bridges we cross All that water underneath When the ashes of lost love Make it hard My love, if we burn, would you burn right next to me? And there's so much revealed where You take the time to know me for who I am God, just who I am Don't be afraid of the fire, babe I'd never let you burn And all these bridges we cross All that water underneath When the ashes of lost love Make it hard to breathe My love, if we burn Would you burn right? Next to me And I was in the dark The day that I met you Now you expect me Just to forget you Act like the fire never burned It was my solstice, my refuge Sitting on the sun I was so nervous to let you Share with me this pain Reason I don't take a day off My intentions, they were pure I'm just a beacon for chaos That fire ever burned, just let it burn I said if that fire ever burned, just let it burn I sang don't be afraid of the fire, babe I never let you burn And all these bridges we cross All that water underneath 
When the ashes of lost love Make it hard to breathe My love, if we burn Would you burn right next to me? And is it safe to say you are? Oh, babe, you're the flame, the fire But most of all, you're the spark
distance and allowed us to not have to speak. But the girls everywhere with the jewels in their hair were undressed for the cold like a part of the show. Every step was a pose was a scene for a lens to behold. As we pushed through the crowd with the drums getting loud, you were moving ahead where I always had led. So I reached for your hand because I was afraid I was losing my way I was so afraid It would push you away 
green inside of me that draws me along to you. Yes, to
All right. Well, returning to his hometown, Winnipeg, Dario Williams will be opening for Bedouin Soundclash at the Park Theatre on February 15th, a week from Saturday. And uh, he just dropped a new single called Low Light Brackets in this space, and he joins us on phone. How's it going, man? Very good. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you on. Now, obviously, we've had you on in the past, talk Grand Analog and stuff like that, but uh, this, is, this is coming out under your own name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a, a product of kind of like you were able to get this done or was this something like this was like a, a song that really you wanted under under well, your own moniker or what's it's, ba- it's basically the start of a new chapter um you know i've always been part of bands but um just doing some solo work you know just doing a solo project just because i have uh plenty of things and material laying around that I wanted to tamper with. And I also want to work with different producers. Because with Grand Analog, we were self-produced. We were in-house. Mm-hmm. Every member of the band uh, is a, a producer or a musician, so everyone would put in. And I never really had a chance to work with outside producers. So um, this is my uh, first time trying this. It's quite exciting. I miss my guys, but at the same time, it's exciting. So as far as the, like you said, you had some songs lying around or some stuff that was like yours. Like, did you, when you were writing stuff in the past, like, did you kind of like set stuff aside that was like, oh, this is, this is, this is me. This isn't Grand Analog. Or is this kind of a new process no, as a writer? Well, you know, any, any musician out there that's in a band that's listening will understand when I say a lot of stuff gets on the cutting floor just because there's members of the band that just aren't vibing with it. And the last thing I wanted to do was go on the road or do a live show with the band and force them to play something they weren't into. Right. So I would put songs aside and and I would also put songs aside because it might be too personal and it doesn't necessarily reflect five guys it just really reflects me so that would be another reason why i put a song aside so is, is kind of like the voice of the song uh a more distinct or like individual one then for for these tracks yeah yeah that's a good way of putting it um there's definitely a sense of freedom there i, I don't feel like i have to um represent uh different minds and characters it really is uh, just my my own therapy, really. It's, it's my own therapy, and I do I do enjoy um, changing things up once in a while. That's also a very healthy thing to do. Um, change. I'm learning that change is a good thing. How are you learning that? Out of curiosity, as someone who struggles uh, with that. Well, uh, so I'm a I'm a Taurus. And, and Tauruses are known to be stubborn bulls, stubborn like mud. And it's true. I think I've, I've uh, grown up being quite a stubborn guy. And um, But I'm also an adventurous guy. So it's funny to watch those two things clash. I do like things to be... Um, uh, I don't want to use the word routine. I, I like things that I understand and... and um, to do things, uh, I'm trying to find the right words to make, I guess, routine. There you go, you have it. 
<laughs> much much as you don't want to but, admit uh, it. But at the same time, I do like, um, I, I, I do have an adventurous nature about me. So um, watching those two things clash has always been fun because change is where it really comes to play. And um, I'm, you know, it's good to force myself to have some drastic changes in my life. So, you know, I put aside Grand Analog for now and uh, dove in, just put myself out there just to change things up. So in terms of putting yourself out there, you mentioned wanting to work with other producers. Yep. Is it for kind of like what their ear might hear that you're not hearing or like what's kind of the the driving factor behind choosing other producers? Right. Working with different producers is... um, uh, a, a great learning experience, um, not just in music, but life. Because back to my point about being uh, a stubborn Taurus, is that I always had my own way, my own process of writing songs. So then when you sit with someone who you may be familiar with, but is still a stranger to your processes, uh, you're going to bump heads right away. And it's it's a great experience to be able to sit down with someone, adapt to their processes towards writing a song, and learn something from it. And actually be open-minded enough and go, oh, I never thought of it that way. I never thought to try it this way. Um, and, you know, being with, Grand Analog for a decade, we really had a certain process to write a song. So it's it's really refreshing to sit with other stubborn producers and uh, adapt to their processes. Is bumping heads like a good thing creatively? Yeah, it is. It is because, um, you know, you may or may not come back to the studio the next day with an apology. You know, <laughs> that might that might affect things. Uh, it's good to come back and go, hey, yeah, you know what? Sorry about all the things I said, uh, because now I actually get where you were coming from. And, um, uh, yeah, I take it back or I apologize. You know, it's good to um, bump heads. It really, really is. Um, you have to work with someone that cares, though. If they don't care, you know, they may not even attempt to bump heads because they just want to get this over with and get paid. Uh, That's the last um, situation you want to be in. You want to bump heads. You want to work with someone that really, really cares. In in seeking out new producers, did you have a a good sense of, like, personality-wise, who you could bump heads with? Like, is that, was that kind of on your radar when you were picking people? Uh, uh, that's a good question. I mean, I wasn't necessarily thinking of it that way, but there were some people that I admire. Um, there's this classical musician named Todor. Um, he's also a neighbor of mine. And he's just really a grumpy old musician. But I admire him. And I knew that if I work with this guy, it's not going to be easy. And I know that just from knowing him, just from from knowing him as a person. He's a cranky dude. 
He's just a cranky dude. But I admire his work, and I admire his stubbornness. Um, so, yeah, I knew. I knew that you put us in a room, we're going to bump heads. But I was very much um, intrigued to see what was going to come out on the other end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're still working on it today. So, I, I, unfortunately, I can't tell you if it's a... Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down just yet sure enough so low light uh the the leadoff one you work with don pemberton yeah on on the track um i mean obviously great great vocalist and and long-standing i mean because i guess she's released some stuff on do right uh in the past um was there something in particular that led you to her like did you hear a particular track where you're like this is this is the voice i want on my on my cut or what so it's a very interesting story because it's a pretty straightforward story but it's 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 interesting so a a, a fellow musician um that lives out in vancouver where don lives was having a conversation with her and she just wanted some advice on direction in, on her, for her new project that she was starting to work on. And she asked that musician for some examples of people she can reach out to. And that musician said, why don't you call Odario Williams? I have his phone number, and he's a pretty cool, open guy, so call him. And she did. Funny thing is, I don't think, I'd say a high percentage of people, to be told that, wouldn't just randomly call somebody. I know I wouldn't do that. Or maybe I would. I'm not sure. But anyway, she did. She just called me. And I picked up. And uh, I've heard of her um, with the work that she's done with some Winnipeg musicians, actually. Um, and also with uh, that band, oh, it's not coming to me right now, uh, Axe, Axe Murder or something. Oh, my God. Oh. Ah, anyway. I, I know who you're talking about. but Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we ended up having a three-hour conversation, um, two strangers just out of a random phone call. And after that phone call, I told myself, I've got to work with her. And I barely um, knew her stuff. It was just from the connection that we made on a phone call while, while I was in Toronto and she was in Vancouver. And we just were just shooting the breeze, talking about life, talking about music. So then I had texted her, I think the next day, and said, I'm going to make a song, and you're going to be in it. And she texted me back and said, absolutely. And then that was it. Isn't that an interesting, somewhat weird story? It's, I mean, it it, it, uh, it relies on several kind of decisions, right? Like yeah. for, for her and this other person, to ha- for her to reveal to this other person she's, you know, struggling and needs, needs some help or wants help, 
for that person to then know you and connect them with you for her to decide to make that call for you to like then decide I want I want to take this further there's none of that assures that there's going to be a song at the end of it that's right <laughs> absolutely absolutely it's just it's one of those things that it's one of those meant to happen things it's meant to happen because she's perfect on that song like i i I wouldn't want anyone else on that tune. Like, I wanted a gospel-inspired hip-hop song uh, in my way. There's other gospel-inspired hip-hop songs out there, but I wanted it to be my own flavor. And she nailed it. Just nailed it. Um, so I'm so grateful for that random phone call out of the blue. <laughs> You've obviously been doing the the show on CBC for for a while now. Has any like kind of creative collaborations come out of that? Like, have you met someone or like heard a submission and been like, I want to, I want to take this off, oh, Mike? That's a good question. Uh, I I'd say no. Um, uh, we play sixty percent Canadian, and I do know of a lot of them, which makes me realize. Canada's music community is tight, connected, somewhat small. So um, I would two say degrees I've of phone call separation away. Artist. Okay? Two degrees of phone call separation away. Right? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so I wouldn't say I came across an artist and I've never heard of this person and maybe I'd like to work with them. Um, I'd say maybe it's just because of my own years of um, of uh, paying attention to Canadian music for so long. Um, I've never been stumped. I haven't been stumped yet. So, yeah, everything that kind of goes through, I, I've, I, I know it or I'm a fan of it or connected to something that I do know. And it's just uh, we're all very supportive of each other. Yeah. Sure enough. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, speaking of, uh, I, I noticed you uh, – retweeted that cbc's big city small world uh played your show to lead off their cut so yeah everyone's supporting each other um he's he's been playing my stuff for years and he's still so supportive very supportive of canadian um diversity that that uh that show really great show so you've got this track out is there like another one kind of in the can ready to come out or what's kind of the like release schedule like right now for you well, like I like we were discussing, yes, I'm currently bumping heads with new producers, my man. Mm-hmm. So we will see what results out of that. Um, I'm just so happy that Low Light is, uh, you know, well received and uh, finally out there. And I'm just going to continue working on these tunes and, um, you know, eventually figure out what's going to roll out when. You know, it's a new era. It's a new time. I, I could finish a song tomorrow, get it mastered, and just put it out tomorrow if I feel like it. So uh, I do, you know, I'm having fun with, in these times. TBD. Uh, yeah. But in that That's case, right. Taurus be doing, I guess, is what it could stand for. 
well, we're going to give Lowlight uh, a, a listen here. Remind folks that you are opening for Bedouin Sound Clash February 15th at the Park Theatre. Odario, thanks very much for taking some time, man. Thank you. Uh, man, you guys, it's been years, great years, and you guys are doing great stuff. Um, just thanks for having me once again. Of course, man. Take care. All right. You too. Down, 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 low, 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 down, 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 low, 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 down, down. In this space, in this space, we know nothing. In this space, we know nothing, but we could learn a little something if we try. In this space, we embrace the light of a low sun, that soft and inviting light before the darkness comes. In this space, we know nothing. High light, low sun, we get it poppin' till the morning comes. The gospel of anger, hunt for an answer. Dust till dawn, we move on, my mantra. Hope on streets, it me, the heat seeker. We can go deeper, Carolina Reaper. Everything is everything is everything. Light up another one, light up a low sun. This little light we fight, we dance on. We get a pop until the morning come. Yo, walk like a champion, talk like a champion. Step into my room, the house extravaganza. Born to perform the blood moon, the anthem. Sound of the big drum, rum pa pa pum pum we could get together through space and rhyme. You could pull the trigger, we'll kill some time. Like sunrise, we conquer. Come that storm, break bread with my brothers over none from Sri Lanka. The space, the space could be a sacred place where we can assemble. 